Exodus chapter 3. And I'm going to read from verse 1 onwards. Please pray this prayer after me. Lord, open my eyes to see your truth. Lord, open my ears to hear your truth. Lord, open my mind to receive your truth. Lord, open my heart to keep your truth. Let me be a doer of your word and not a hearer only. Let me bring forth much fruit to the praise and glory of God the Father and the Lord Jesus Christ. Speak, Lord. I will listen and obey. In Jesus' name, Amen. Now Moses was tending the flock of Jethro, his father-in-law, the priest of Midian. And he led the flock to the back of the desert and came to Horeb, the mountain of God. Moses led his flock to a certain location and that location was the mountain of God. Now let's go to verse 2. And the angel of the Lord appeared to him in a flame of fire from the midst of a bush. So he looked, and behold, the bush was burning with fire, but the bush was not consumed. I want to stop right here for a minute as the Holy Spirit wants me to. Now, when Moses went with his flock to the mountain of God, Horeb, the mountain of God, God did something on a certain day, at a certain moment, that Moses would enter into the call of God that God had for him. So we see here, God caused this bush to burn, the flame of fire from the midst of the bush. And he looked at it and he saw, be it a bad thing, whatever it may be, something that happens suddenly that causes us to stop, stop and consider what God is doing at this hour. Moses stopped. We saw this before. The Lord spoke to us. He said, we need to stop. When God is working, He is showing something. We need to stop and to find out what is happening so that we can receive what God has for us. So now here, for Moses, God caused a burning bush, the fire of God, to fall upon that bush. And that bush is burning, but it's not consumed. This is a prophecy that the word that God is speaking to our church at this time. The the fire of God that comes upon His people to purify, to purge His people is not meant to consume or destroy God's people. It will only cause us to draw nearer to God. So whatever trials that we are going through, it will never break us down, it will never destroy us, but it will only elevate us. It's the prophecy God is speaking at this hour. Whatever problem that we are going through right now, whatever problem that you are going through right now, whatever you are facing right now, if your eyes are on the one who is standing there by the burning bush, you will not be consumed. Your family will not be consumed. Your children will not be consumed. Whatever is happening to you at that moment will only take you to a platform of elevation. This is the word of the Lord that God is grieving to our church at this time. What we are going through is not meant to destroy us. What we are going through is not meant to consume us. What we are going through is not meant to shatter us, but it will build us up. It will elevate us. Elevate is what the Holy Spirit is saying at this hour. Whatever you may be going through, no matter how difficult it may be, what God has for us at this hour, when we keep our eyes on Him, it will take us from where we are and it will 
places upon where God wants us to be. So the burning bush that was there, God saw that bush and God said, I'm going to use you in Moses' life. In order for that to happen, that bush had to burn. But that bush was not consumed. In order for God to use us, God will take us through experiences that will burn, but we will not be consumed. Apostle Paul says this through the Holy Spirit. We are pressed on every side if we are not destroyed. We are crushed, but we are not destroyed. We can go through whatever it is. We are not destroyed. On the other hand, we come out to the top. We come out to the top. There is this work of God that is accomplished through God's people. And this bush accomplished the work of God in Moses' life. God is speaking to your hearts at this hour. Are you willing to be like the burning bush? Are you willing to be like the bush? which will say, Lord, Lord, let your fire fall upon me. Let your fire fall upon me so that, Lord, I can become an instrument in your hands so that you can speak through me, Lord, so that you can come upon me and speak to people like Moses. Hallelujah. Can God do that in your life? Can God do that through you? Can God do that for you? God can. But we need to be yielded. We need to be yielded knowing that God, using a vessel of God, yes, we will go through fire, but that fire will not burn us. Hallelujah. That fire will make us instruments of God, instruments of righteousness to others. Where Moses heard the call of God, God spoke through that bush. That means God was upon the bush. Think about it. In order for that bush to become the vessel of God at that point, imagine what a privilege that bush had. There were many bushes there. This is not a bald mountain with only one bush there. No. Many bushes would have been there. But God chose that one bush. God chose that one bush to Bring Moses to the call of God. There are people here in this place, this is the prophecy God is giving at this hour. There are people in this place where God will use you to bring others to Jesus Christ. Not only that, we bring others to Jesus Christ and cause them to deliver other people. Raising leaders. This bush did that. This bush did that. It was there. The fire of God fell upon that bush. God was upon that bush. And from that bush, God spoke to Moses. Hallelujah. This is what will happen when the fire of God will fall upon you. When the fire of God falls upon you, you will not be consumed. You will not be burned. You will not be destroyed. But you will become a vehicle. Hallelujah. Like the donkey that carried Jesus Christ. You'll become a conduit. You'll become a vessel. You'll become someone where God will be able to use you to draw others to what God would call them to do. Are you willing to become what God wants you to be? By yielding yourself to God Almighty. Like how that bush did. Many bushes were there. Many plants and trees were there. But God chose this particular bush. If you go and ask God, He'll tell you a story about it. It's not recorded in the Bible. And if you ask the bush, Oh bush, oh bush, oh bush. What made you so special? That God Almighty should put a fire on you. That God Almighty should descend upon you. And to talk to that man, Moses, the deliverer of Israel. To give him the sign. To appoint him. To do all those things. It's Moses. God chose you, O bush. How are you so different from the rest of the bush? There will be a story behind it. 
from every animal to every plant to everything that you see, there is something called the yieldedness to God that God looks for. The Bible says in Genesis, Satan saw a serpent to be the most cunning of all the creations. So he entered into serpent to deceive Eve and to bring fall to mankind. They didn't have to fall, but he chose. So the point here is, Satan looks for people to see if there's a common ground. So whether it's an animal or a thing or whatever it is, when God chooses, there's a purpose. He doesn't randomly say, well, I'm just going to stick this part because it's convenient for me. It's closer. I don't have to travel so far. No. There's a purpose. There's a very specific purpose. Satan looks for qualities in order to use for his purposes to cause the downfall of others. How much more God? How much more God? There's no random selection in the kingdom of God. Satan doesn't randomly select and God doesn't randomly select. Understand that. God looks for people who will be yielded to the will of God. So whatever that story behind that bush is, God knows and the bush knows. That's between God and the bush. Well, all living creatures and creation can communicate with God. Just we can hear. When we can hear, we'll all hear. The Bible says, the trees of the field, they clap their hands. Have you seen the trees clap their hands? No. Do you know what they do? They clap their hands. They praise God. The rocks, they cry out. Just we can't see. Maybe in our glorified bodies, we will one day. But they all communicate with God, the Creator. So God chose that bush. And the fire of God fell upon that bush. This month is the month where the fire of God falls upon His people. God is speaking to our hearts today. The question that the Holy Spirit is bringing this afternoon is, Are you available? Hallelujah. Are you available? Are you an available bush that says, Lord, I am available. Available is not, I am free, but I will do what I want. Available is being available to do whatever He wants to do in my life. I want to repeat it. Being available is whatever He wants to do in my life. We say, as we say, let your kingdom come, Lord, in me, let your kingdom come. That means not my will, not point one percent of what I want to do should be there. It has to be eliminated and said, Lord, all of you, all of you, all of you, Jesus, all of you, Jesus, all of you, Jesus, all of you, Jesus. I want to give you a short secret, something for you to practice, it will really help you. When you're walking, when you're sitting, when you're getting up, when you're doing whatever it is, if you can pray this prayer, it will make a big difference in your life. You say that, Lord, hide me. Hide me. I don't want to be seen and heard. Hide me, Jesus. All of you, none of me. 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 Hide me, Jesus. Hide me, Jesus. Hide me, Jesus. This is something that I say very frequently. Dissolve and disappear in Jesus. Dissolve and disappear in Jesus. Dissolve and disappear in Jesus. Only when we are 100% dissolved and disappear in Jesus can Jesus use us. Flesh and blood cannot inherit the kingdom of heaven. So my will and what I want to do cannot mix with the will of God. It doesn't happen that way because His will is divine will. 
and human will is influenced by demonic things if it's not influenced by God. So, that's where the works of the flesh comes into play. But the works of the spirit is completely detached from the works of the flesh. Very different. So we need to pray this prayer. I encourage you today through the Spirit of God to pray this prayer to say, Oh Lord, let me dissolve and disappear in you. Lord, all of Jesus in me and nothing of myself, Lord. Nothing of myself. Nothing of myself. Pray this frequently. You will see a different, a definite difference in your life. What kind of a push this was. This was an ordinary bush, just like the rest of the bushes about there. But something happened to that bush that day. There was a definite date. The bush can never forget. Oh, the God of heaven and earth, the creator of heaven and earth, He descended upon me. I can never forget that. A chosen bush. God is speaking to our hearts today. There are definite moment, definite time, when you have a definite encounter with God, like today. There are definite seasons and there are definite times, definite moments where God Almighty has visited His people. When the visitation takes place, when the visitation takes place, we have to be available. We have to say, I am getting out of the way. Lord, fill me through and through. That's it. God will use such people. He went to that bush the creator of heaven and earth, he took that bush and he set that bush on fire. But the bush was not consumed. The bush was not, was not consumed. When God fills us, we're still human beings. We still have eyes, nose, mouth, hair and everything. I mean, if you don't brush your teeth, your mouth will smell. No matter what anointing you have, you are still a human being. The bush remains a bush, but it's different when the fire is there. That's what makes it different. God is speaking to our hearts today. With the fire of God comes. Yes, we are earthen vessels made of clay. From dust we come and to dust we go. What makes us honorable is the touch of God. Is the touch of God. Is the touch of God. When He comes and He touches us, everything changes. When He comes and He takes over us, we burn, but we're not consumed. Whatever you are and whatever God has created you to be, He stays intact with the supernatural burning that comes from God. He uses everything that has been invested in you. What he has put in your DNA. He takes all of it and he says, My fire will fall upon you. The bush is there, not consumed. But you know what? All Moses is seeing is a fire. His eyes were drawn to the fire, and that's how we need to be. That's how we need to be. When the fire of God comes upon us, people will see Jesus. People should see people should see Jesus. Not us. When the fire of God comes upon us, people will automatically see the fire. And if a building is set on fire, nobody is going to come and say, Well, look how fascinating the door is and look how you know, ancient that window looks. No. They're going to see fire, 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 fire. When the fire of God falls upon us, nobody is going to say, Oh, look at the talents and look at the skill and look at the charisma. Look, it's, it's 
people's attention goes on how charming a person is and how skilled a person is. That means the fire is not there. If the fire is there, all eyes will go on the fire. Fire, fire, fire. God's glory. Hallelujah. And the bush will not be consumed. So if you're a little bit scared, thinking that, well, if God has to use me, He will break me. News for you, He will. Without being broken, you can't be used. The pot has to leak. It has to be broken. And only then it will. But you know, but you know when it's broken, it will not be shattered. He'll break enough when you can leak enough. Your inside will get stronger and stronger and stronger and stronger because the fire of God that is upon you will only make you stronger. So don't get scared when it comes to serving God. The fire of God comes to burn. But that burning is for others to come to Jesus. Not to burn you down to ashes. Hallelujah. You will stay intact by the power of God. The power that burns you will keep you. The fire that burns you will keep you. Hallelujah. That bush will not be consumed. Let's go to verse 3. Exodus chapter 3, verse 3. Then Moses said, I will now turn aside and see this great sight. Why the bush does not burn. See, when the Holy Spirit works in us, He will draw people to Himself. There will be a drawing that takes place. And the drawing comes from the Holy Spirit. When the Spirit of God works, the Bible says, the Spirit of God draws people to Himself. Unless the Spirit of God draws a person, no one can come to the Father. You're all here. I'm here because God by His mercy has drawn us. Don't you feel special? should feel special. Because there are so many people out there who are still passing by the side who are not here. But it's the grace and mercy of God. It's just like how God chose that burning, that bush and caused it to burn. God has chosen this bush wherever we are. We need to burn. We have to tell the Lord, Oh Lord, burn this bush, Father. Burn this bush, Father. Burn me. You've chosen me, but now I need to burn for you. Burn me so that others will see this great sight and will come to you. Hallelujah. They will come there and they will hear the voice of God. They will come there not to examine the leaves, but they will come there to hear the voice of God. Hallelujah. The focus is Jesus. The sight is Jesus. The fire comes from God. And the sight draws people to Jesus. God is speaking to our hearts today. What is your desire? Is your desire to burn for Him? Is your desire to become someone who will draw people to Jesus? When they see you, there has to be some drawing that takes place where people who feel drawn to you to know about Jesus. This bush will not burn. If it's God's fire. The difference between God's fire and Satan's fire. The difference between the real fire and false fire is. When the fire is from God, it will not burn us down. But if the fire is from Satan, it will destroy, devastate a person. That's the difference. Because God builds, God restores. Satan steals, kills and destroys. So when the fire of God, the genuine fire of God comes upon us, 
He will cause us to become an extraordinary bush. Extraordinary people for the extraordinary king. When God chooses us, he chooses us with his eternal purposes to make us into his extraordinary vessels. There are no ordinary vessels in the kingdom of God. No ordinary vessels. If someone says, well, I just want to be a plain Christian. Well, there are no plain Christians in heaven. We are called to fulfill the purpose of God. Do something for God while you are alive. Hallelujah. Don't do it on your own because it will become zero. Do what God wants you to do. He who does the will of the Father, it's He who will abide forever. When God draws you, when God chooses you, out of all the bushes that are out there, it has to humble you all the more. Say, Lord, who am I? Who am I? We need to yield ourselves to God and say, burn, burn, Holy Spirit, burn in me. Holy Spirit, burn upon me. Lord, come upon me so that others may see you, Lord. People like Moses may see you. People who are alone, just with the flock, they should see you. They should turn aside. They should leave their old ways. And they should turn to God because of me. Moses was taking his flock and he was taking them to grace. But when he saw the sight, that plan was stopped. All of a sudden, he didn't continue in that path. He turned. When the Spirit of God works, it will cause a person to stop what they're doing and turn to see what God is doing. You call that God's divine intervention. God is looking for people to use them to draw people to himself. Do you want to be someone who be used like this bush. Burn for him. Burn enough to draw the attention of the people to the fire of God that is inside of you. Not to yourself, but to the fire of God that is inside of you. Do you want to burn enough? Do you want to have the fire of God enough to draw the people who are around you? Who are just going after their routine every single day? aimlessly going after their monotonous routine every single day. To turn them towards the living God so that they too can understand the call of God, that they can receive the call of God, and they can become somebody for Jesus Christ. God is speaking to our hearts today. Be someone who is so full of the fire of God, that the fire is so bright, people see the fire. They will say, let me see what great sight this is. Let me see what makes this person different. Let me see why they live different. Let me see why their talk is so different. Let me see. And they turn towards you to see God Almighty. What is your desire? What is your desire? Do you just want to live just today? just go tomorrow. Or do you understand that God has a special purpose for you? God has a special plan for you. He can use you. He can use your life to touch someone like Moses. There are many Moseses out there. God is looking for one bush that will yield itself. Do you want to be that bush? Do you want to be that bush? Oh, fire of God, fall upon me. 
Do you want to be that bush to say, Oh, fire of God, fall upon me? Do you want to be that bush where the fire of God can fall upon you to the extent that someone like Moses can see? It's not like a little candle hidden between some leaf and that leaf is not burning. Your fire that falls from God, which is God's fire, has to be substantial. Only then people can come to Jesus. Only then people will see Jesus. Only then people will say, let me turn aside. It's the power of God inside you, causing others to stop what they're doing and turn aside. Leave everything and turn aside to the fire of God that is inside of you. It has to be that way. It has to be that way. That's when you know something, something, something is taking place upon you. Hallelujah. It's a blessing in itself for the bush to have God Almighty descend upon itself. But then it's an added blessing when it becomes useful in God's hands. Useful in God's hands. Hallelujah. As we close our eyes and look to the Lord at this hour. Think about your life. Think about your life. In the presence of God. If you think that you've accomplished something, know that God has something more for you. If you think that you have not accomplished anything, God has something more for you. Hallelujah. God wants to set you on fire. God wants to set you on fire. God is doing a deeper work here. God wants to set you on fire. People must see the fire of God and stop what they are doing and turn aside to see what's happening inside of you. Hallelujah. Only then you can tell that the fire of God has fallen upon you. Hallelujah. People must stop what they are doing and turn aside. To see the great works of God that is taking place inside of you. Hallelujah. Oh, in spite of all of this, how come this bush didn't burn? Hallelujah. Through all of this, how come they are still, 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 still burning? Hallelujah. And not consumed. Hallelujah. For that you should be willing to take the fire upon yourself. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Shall we all stand up together? Hallelujah. Hallelujah. This is a very, very solemn time in the presence of God. Hallelujah. Very solemn moment. Hallelujah. 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 Oh bush, oh bush, oh bush. What a privilege you had when God Almighty came upon you. Hallelujah. God is looking at you today and he says, you too can have the same privilege. Hallelujah. You too can have the same privilege. Hallelujah. You too can be someone who burns brighter. Hallelujah. You too can be someone who can be ignited and set ablaze for the living God. Hallelujah. 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 Hallelujah.